Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. A very merry, iconic podcast. I'm Danny. I'm Jenna. Hi, Jenna. Hey, Danny. How We're you doing? Back. It's We're back. Two thousand is a twenty-two now. What year? Yes. Are we in? Yeah. Two thousand twenty-two. Two thousand twenty-two. Closing and this it is out. Our first episode of the season. We're going to be covering Hocus Pocus two, a Halloween classic, in my opinion. Although that's not a popular opinion, we're going to get into all of that. Exactly. Jenna, how have you been? We've seen each other throughout the yes. year, and every time we do, we always say we're going to come back and we're going to do some random movie in the middle of the year, and then we just never do because we hang out and we start chatting and having. Fun. And then it's yeah, and we never hit the record button. That's okay. We're one back day, now. one time. We're gonna have to do a record in the middle of the year. <laughs> yes. Why don't we? We should. We'll do a summer. We'll do a summer. Maybe we'll just do one. I know what you did last summer. Yeah, and, and all we'll of talk them. about our last summer. <laughs> How many have there been of, of our those movies? Of no, those the, movies. I know what you did last summer. There were two official ones, and then there was a third one that was like direct to video. I'll always know. <laughs> no one was in it. <laughs> I never saw it, but it was like, I'll always know or something like that. But they did make three and I think they should reboot them. Yeah. Cause I, I actually love the second one of those movies. Really good. Um, every time I go into a tanning booth to this day, I think of when it gets zip tied closed and she's in there and like, ah, and the big twist in that is he's like, Will Benson, Mm -hmm. that's his name of the character. And he's like, no, Will Benson. (laughs) I love a play on words, villain. (laughs) And the whole plot of, I, you know, people tune in for Hocus Pocus too, but I still know what you listen. (laughs) Sit tight guys, sit Sit tight tight. little bear, get on the ride or get off. Cause this is what the show is. Anyway, you know, he, uh, the whole premise of that movie also hinges on the fact that they don't know the capital of, is it Brazil? Rio de Janeiro is oh. what they say it is, but it's Brasilia is the actual capital. Yeah. And so they just don't get that wrong and they go to the Bahamas, find Jack Black oh and all God. die. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Jenna, what have you been up to this year? Fill all the listeners in on where you've been oh. at, what you've been doing. You have an exciting announcement. I do actually. In, in, in the meantime, since our last episode of last season, I wrote a Hallmark Christmas movie and it just 
shot. It actually is wrapping this week. So um, it'll come out, I think, next season. We'll cover it, not this season. But What can you tell us about this movie? I'm so excited. Oh, I'm so excited, too. It takes place on a winery. I love setting any movie I write on a vineyard or a winery because it's an excuse to go there and visit set and drink wine, which is exactly what I did. And it's so charming. It's lovely. But it's also, um, they shot it in the fall, so there's no snow. So I'm excited to see what kind of CGI situation oh they God, do for they it. CGI snow? Yeah, uh, I think, yeah, on Christmas Eve. It's a Christmas miracle. I love um, that. So that's what I've been up to. What about you? Well, my book came out earlier this year. Yes. Everyone pick it up. How do I unremember this? It was a New York Times bestseller. I'm super proud of it. Incredible. And we're working on the next one, which hopefully I'll have more information about soon. That I think listeners of the podcast of this podcast will really like. Uh, but speaking of the holiday season, I'm excited. I know we're doing Halloween right now, and yeah. we always do a Halloween episode, but I'm also s- just ready to get into the Christmas season. I'm ready to put up the tree. Mm-hmm. I have a The Santa candle's hat. lit. The Heirloom candle's pumpkin lit. candle. Oh, it smells so good. I mean, I love fall. Santa hat. <laughs> I love Danny's fall. office is a portrait of, yeah, let's welcome Usher in the holidays. Yeah. I'm in. I love fall, but I'm excited yeah. for the Santa, Santa cap. I actually think October's the best month of the year. Do you think? It's. I think it's the best smelling. Yeah. I like it. I like how it smells. I know that's really weird to say, but I love all like the pumpkin spice. It's, you know. You know, that just reminds me is that before you came over, I was planning on doing mulled cider. <gasps> I ended up hopping in a workout class before you came, oh, but yeah. I was going to, I have the Le Creuset pumpkin oh, Dutch oven. So cute. And I bought the cider and the cinnamon sticks and stuff. And I told Matt, I was like, I'm going to do this before Jenna gets over. Then I totally forgot until you just sang it now about how good the smells are. And I could have had a great smell for you, but I forgot. Oh, you're I so literally sweet. have the cider in the fridge. <laughs> We'll make it after. Because <laughs> we got this uh, Le Crusade Dutch oven that Matt uh, bet me that I would never use. You know, he said, <laughs> so like, I will never it. use it. So now I'm determined to use it every single day of the week. Like, <laughs> it's a ridiculously expensive Dutch oven. Uh, but I bought all the mold ciders. I was going to stick them in that pot and just let it go. Let it breathe. Oh, it's perfect. It didn't happen though. But we got a candle lit, so we're in the season. Yeah, it smells good. Uh, Jenna, this oh, yeah. this year on It's a Very Merry Iconic Podcast, I want to let listeners know we're really going to be diving into the home improvement of it all. So we're yes. doing a lot of Tim <laughs> Allen content because he's got a lot of... We've already covered Christmas with the Cranks, but mm-hmm. this year we're doing a whole episode on all the Santa Claus movies. Yep. The Grinch again. We're going to do the Grinch again. <laughs> every year, <laughs> our annual Grinch recap. We're also doing I'll Be Home for Christmas with... Uh, JTT. And so we're going to have a, a gay old time and we're going to try to do as many episodes as we can. Yes. But we're both busy gals on the town. And so yes. we might not do one every week, but subscribe to the podcast and we're going to try to under promise over deliver. That's yeah. the goal, right? Every yeah, absolutely. Year. And we always yeah. say we're only going to do like four of them. <laughs> and then we're like, we have 12. I yeah. Know, and then we do a lot. Um, okay. So Hocus Pocus 2. This is the sequel 20. Nine years later, yeah. or something like that. Yeah. It came out in '93, so that's 29 years later oh from the original Disney movie, which was released in theaters in July. Was really? the original? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. I didn't know that. And this one came out on Disney Plus. Candle. We have to get out of here. The witch will be here any second. Ah! The, the book is alive. He woke up. <gasps> if we intend to live past sunrise, we have to steal their souls. Whoa, 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 wait. Can we talk about this? No. <laughs> we must fly. We run a car. Let's 
revengeful maniac obsessed with getting revenge on Salem? Sounds very bad for Salem. We should get some salt. Why? So we taste better when they eat us? Now, I have to say I had the lowest of expectations going in. I mean, because Same. if history has shown us anything, it's that Disney Plus releases a bunch of flops. If When it launched, they released that Noel movie with Anna Kendrick. Oh. was a flop. Terrible. I hated it. Yeah. Uh, of course, Lady and the Tramp. All those remakes that are bad of the live action ones, the bad ones always go to Disney Plus. Pinocchio just did it the other week. And then, of course, last season, the new Home Alone movie made me livid. Mm-hmm. I lost sleep over it. Yeah. So I was certain. <laughs> Pinocchio is scary. I never saw the new one. Is it? Oh my God. It's, we turned it off. I yeah. It I, it's a terrifying story. The cartoon. Yeah. It's yeah. all very weird. Yeah. And I never really loved Pinocchio in the first place. Yeah. Like, I think maybe my oldest brother liked it and put it on at some point, but like mm-hmm. I never liked Pinocchio. And Tom Hanks, he's doing that. I think I was texting you about this. He, it's the same guy who did the Polar Express, which you know how I feel oh, about that. Oh, Dead Eyes? Yeah. yeah. And I'm just like, this movie's terrible too, the Pinocchio reboot. And I'm Ugh. like, they need to stop collaborating because they, somebody, they need, somebody needs something to cool it because every time yeah. those two collaborate, it's terrible. Yeah. There's nothing really in the Pinocchio story that's um, like redeeming. It's basically like if a guy's body parts are growing towards you, it's because he's lying to you, yeah. you know? And then Geppetto... Doesn't he gaslight him at one point? I don't know. It's oh, I, okay. gaslighting came up in my notes about Hocus Pocus too. Oh my god! I yeah, with the zombie that, guy. We'll get into it more. But so that I word love, is so. Um, I feel like it's everywhere now. Yes, it was just we just saw something where they're making fun of that word. What it's was it? Hilarious! I know. I gaslighting. Know. Uh, wait. So did you go into Hocus Pocus? Too. Were you thinking it was going to be bad or good? What were you thinking? I thought bad, but I've tried to also turn off my brain. Whenever I watch anything like that, I'm like, you know what? Just sit back, just enjoy this. But I, and we'll, we'll get into this. I mean, I guess we're in it now. Um, I buckle up, didn't buckle up. (laughs) I, I love that they brought the original three back. I liked it. What I don't think it needed. I don't think it needed the teen storyline, you know, I I really didn't think that brought anything to it. I like the old timey, like lights up. Salem, Massachusetts, them as kids. Like, oh, I liked them. that part. Yeah, oh, I liked that part where it was the like, opening? let's see what happened with yes. them. I know, I would have liked to have seen more. Yeah. I almost, if they were to do a Disney Plus TV show or something, like that's what I would want to see is those yes. original Winifred, Sarah, uh, and whatever, Mary. Yeah, it looks so cute. And they're like, oh, Winifred's a child bride. Oh, she's 16 now. She has to get married. And then also Buster Bluth, Tony mm-hmm. Hale as the head pilgrim. I was like, I'm... I'm into this. I liked that yeah. setting. And then... Um, See, I didn't mind when they cut to the... I didn't mind the new teenagers either. Like, I I, I thought they were used sparingly enough that mm-hmm. they didn't bother me so much. I mean, I get the complaint of it. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't mind them. And did you know, like, the boy teenager? He's, like, rumored to be dating Richard Madden. Do you know who Richard Ooh. Madden is? Um, from, like, Eternals. He's, like, a hot guy that's... Oh, cool. ...out. But it's, like, a rumor that... <laughs> I shouldn't be spreading here on this Christmas podcast. But his name is Froy. 
Uh, anyway, but That's I just awesome. imagine him and Richard Madden like talking about Hocus Pocus too. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Did you see the whole thing about how Kathy Najimi, you know, in the original, her mouth goes to one side and in this it goes to the other? Yes. Like, there's like outrage online about it. Yes, yeah, I saw an Entertainment Weekly article yeah. about it. Yeah. And it's just because she said it's easier to do the other side now. And I'm like, that's hilarious. And I'm cool with it. And also, yeah, <laughs> they, they have aged. I mean, these women yeah. are older. And I saw people complaining about like the way they look. And a couple things I want to say about their looks. First of all, when they filmed the original in 93, they weren't high def cameras. I mean, basically no. they had Vaseline over the lens. So you weren't seeing a whole lot. And so this one's now in 4K. I put it on on Disney, on Disney Plus and it was mm-hmm. 4K. And I actually originally saw the screener version and the screeners are usually lower quality. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And there's yeah. like a big watermark. And I thought it looked better than when I put it on Disney Plus because it's so pristine. You mm-hmm. see everything. And so I saw people talking about their looks and it's like, well, yeah, they spackled on a bunch of makeup. They yeah. are 30 years older. And then just to kind of go off of that point, I also saw someone on TikTok saying that what happened to Sarah Jessica Parker's makeup? Okay. Mm. This was a big complaint, I guess. People were online saying what happened to her makeup? And people were comparing the teaser poster of the original where Sarah Jessica Parker has different eye makeup yeah, to what was going on now. But if you watch the actual movie, Sarah Jessica Parker, her eye makeup does connect to the eye mm-hmm. in the same way it does now, although now it's in 4K. But it is the same eye makeup. But there's a bunch of people online saying, what happened? Because they're comparing the original teaser poster. Does that make sense? It where does. Because you're different. right. It is like super dark and black and goes out, mm-hmm. you know, which I think it's supposed to be campy. It's supposed to look crazy or else it looks like carrie bradshaw in a witch costume with bet midler you know what i mean like it should look nuts and they leaned into like the drag queen of it all Mm -hmm. and i think like throughout the years everyone says they look like drag queens in the original their makeup and everything yeah and so that's why i think they did more aggressive drag queen makeup Mm -hmm. right yeah i totally agree i like that part of it you know what do you think of the music Oh, weird. <laughs> but I'm but I'm cool with it though. I think that's it. I'm just I'm cool with it. At this point, if anyone like earnestly tries to give us anything Halloween themed, I'm in. That's not like murder. And I'm totally I'm in. on board too with just musical numbers. Yes. And I think that was the best part of nineties movies is when they just break up in a song. Mm-hmm. So while I maybe would have gone with like different song choices. To be honest, I don't know if I should be saying this now. I think I might have mentioned this on the podcast last season, but I did read the script, original oh, script yeah. of Hocus Pocus 2. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to try to interview the uh, writer of Hocus Pocus 2 to kind nice. of get some clarity on this. But I think in the original script, the saw, there was, I don't want to speak out of tune. So no one quote me on this and no one tag anyone. But I think Beyonce's Girls Around the World, it was that I'm pretty sure it was that song was in the original Hocus Pocus 2 script. And I can't imagine that. Like that would have been even cringier. Yes. So I'm happy that they they altered. And Uh, went original. But that first song when the three women first appear in the forest, Mm -hmm. which that was my big issue about the whole thing was that and I know I said I love this movie, and so now we're nitpicking all the bad <laughs> things about it. But I didn't love the sets; like it, it didn't. It looked too fakey to me. And I know the first one also has some fakeness to it, but the sets, some of them just look too. We're on a soundstage to me. Yeah, we're in front of a green screen. A little cheap in the town, yeah, and even the magic shop. I wish they did. They could have done some cooler stuff with that magic shop. Yeah, you know, yeah. it was very like Harry Potter. Yeah, you know. 
But Harry Potter, I feel like at least was like giving budget. Like yes. this was giving like we have a fifty dollar Buffalo Wild Wings gift card to mm-hmm. for the whole set. To make this happen. <laughs> to make this happen. Yeah. And that's what happened. Oh, but so the that first song when the bitch is back, they started yeah. performing that. I was cringing at first, and then they did some like interesting directorial stuff where it was like it was cringy, and then all of a sudden the three or the two teenage gals were running away, and then it was like a scary jump where Sarah Jessica Parker was like in front of them, and then Kathy and Jimmy like popped up in front of them, and I liked it, it like got me on board right away. But mm-hmm. at first I was I was cringing, and then the other number I did like. I mm-hmm. liked it when they were in front of the townspeople. Oh yeah, at the at the costume contest. And I think we would yeah. have been disappointed if they I don't think there was any winning with any of this because yeah. we're all going to compare it to the original. But I think it would have been kind of cringy even more if they would have saying it's a I got a spell on you or I put a spell on you which still is not available for streaming, which is a crime. <sighs> so but we would have been like, why are they redoing that? They're doing the same thing they did. Yeah. But then uh, on the flip side we're complaining why didn't they do that? Mm-hmm. And also, um, maybe you can answer this. I was trying to figure out, are they, so they got summoned back because they lit the candle, um, the black flame candle, and they just wanted to murder teenagers. Is that the thing? Well, <laughs> they want to kill them and take their souls, they, right? Yeah. When they eat their souls, they get youth. That's hilarious. Yeah. Yes. That's hilarious. And it, yeah. In the original, there were some confusing plot points and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, it was also very confusing how somebody in the movie was watching the original Hocus Pocus. Did you catch that? It was like yes! these the two, two men. Yeah, the two guys watching the original. And it was like, okay, wait a minute. Like, what meta universe are we in yeah, now? Like, that was exactly. a little confusing and maybe something yeah. I would have left out. <laughs> uh, but one of the things I was telling a friend was like, the movie, the original, we have such a reverence for because of nostalgia. Mm-hmm. And if you rewatch it, I think that the script-wise part two is a much tighter script and it's got a more straightforward story. I rewatched the first one and it ends three different times. Like it literally ends at Danny and Max's house and then Yabos and Max, they have this like sort of like allusion to they hooked up and it feels like the ending. Yeah. Then it ends again at the Sanderson sisters house (laughs) where Max and Danny and Yabos turn on the lights yeah. and the witches think it's daylight and they, you know, it feels like it's ending there. And then it ends for a third time in the graveyard. Mm-hmm. And so structurally the first one is like messy and mm-hmm. there's a lot of cheesiness to it. And I think the acting, especially from the kids is not great. Like we like it cause we grew up with it, but yeah. it's like, I don't know. So my point is, I think people are clouded a lot by nostalgia. And so I said this on Twitter of like, I think that it's the second one is just as good, if not maybe better in some ways Mm -hmm. than the first, but we're all, we've watched it a million times on TV. And so we have a nostalgia for it and it makes us feel like our youth and stuff. But I think looking at the production and, and the script and stuff, I just don't think it's that much of a difference. Yeah. So I just had to say that. No, I get that. And um, I, I think what was interesting. Oh, so we didn't, we don't see the original Sanderson sisters until minute twenty eight of the film because they're setting up this kind of, I kind of feel like a sister to the traveling pants vibe, you know, with like the the teens where like Cassie has like a football boyfriend and like you know I could have used Did you without the such costumes. You say what? Did you notice the costumes on the teens? They like matched the women. So like the um. Who was the lead girl? Her colors were like the Winifred colors. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, 
Hers were like green and red. Yes. And then the the main witch. Yeah. And the other two, they're the one with the football boyfriend. Her colors Cassie. matched SJP's colors, like that's the purple, purple and blonde or something. I know people. Can- Good eye. Thank you. Um, Thank you. I also liked that. Um, <laughs> I just love Pilgrim Buster. Like the first, you know, oh, there, there were some actual, some interesting quotes in this too. I wrote down a couple. One is, um, when they get that, uh, the eyeball spell book, it's just called book, you know, there's a, yeah, (laughs) there's a, um, uh, quote that she's like, a witch is nothing without her coven, which I kind of love. Like, of course, Disney's like, okay, girl boss mode, you know? Yeah. And wait, so what did you think of this? So. This was a complaint I saw too of people were mad that they gave the witches redemption because in the first one they're just evil witches who want to yep. eat the souls of kids. Mm-hmm. In this one they and what Disney does a lot of times if you look at like Maleficent or some of these others it's like they're always trying to give a reason of why these bad people are bad. Yeah. Instead of just letting villains be villains. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think just let them be bad, you yeah. know? I'm yeah. into that. Me I don't too. need to know why. Me too. Yeah. Yeah, we don't need a backstory. That said, I cried. Yeah. I, <laughs> I did cry. Winifred begins. Let's write it. (laughs) I cried at the end when she was doing that whole monologue and she was like, my sisters, like I, she just wanted to be with them. Like I literally cried. I was like, am I crying? I guess book is too. Cause I was, Yeah, but I do agree with you. I don't think we needed the explanation. Yeah. And I guess, uh, so I read also that bet said that, she didn't realize Hocus Pocus had such a cult following until years later when she Googled it and saw all the merch. And so she said that once a year she would call up the studio and be like, what do you guys think? You know, for years she was like, let's do it. Um, and I actually, I saw Bet in real life last week. Tell such me. an LA story. You told me about she it a little bit. She is so cute. She's so pretty. She's just adorable. You know, such a nice woman. And I wanted to tell her like, Hey, thanks. You know, did she have the, so I've seen an interview. She's got like the shorter gray hair. Yes. Cut, and it, it's like, so chic. It's her. so chic. Yeah. yeah. And beautiful. That's what she's like in, in person. I got in this little. weird rabbit hole this past weekend of YouTube old bet interviews. And so like I was watching the first wives club press junket. I was watching all the time she was on Oprah singing the rose and like, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just, it made me really miss Oprah. Yeah. Like the late nineties Oprah where they would just come on and, like a diva would just sing a piano ballad mm-hmm. and it was like, yeah, and let's talk for an hour. Let's talk for 40 minutes, sing a piano ballad. Yeah. And it was like the best TV. Yeah. And it led me to, this is kind of a not related, but it led me to remember that guy in the late nineties who sang a song called butterfly kisses. Do you remember this? Butterfly, butterfly kisses, kisses with her mama there. Was that like Eric Clapton no. or like who was it? <laughs> it was like a one hit, <laughs> a one hit wonder. I remember this. I have to look it up. Look it up. It was, but it led me to this clip, and it's like one of my favorite Oprah clips, and I encourage everyone <laughs> to look it up. But it's like that song was such a thing in Bob Carlyle. Bob Carlyle. Okay, <laughs> so he's singing it on Oprah, and the audience is just bawling like these mm. women in the audience and it's a very <laughs> emotional song and i remember like buying the casingle or whatever <laughs> that's sam goody yeah, right? like yeah. a young preteen boy in ohio like yeah. mom can i get the butterfly kisses <laughs> single but it was such a weird moment in time and it was like that the hold that song had on people where it was just women were crying it was like at weddings they were playing at funerals and it was just like they were playing it everywhere yeah graduations yeah 
Funer- yeah, total of, like ch- funerals for like children. You just know what I mean? Yeah, so many I should laugh. Butterfly kisses. Um. Oh, I forgot. I wrote this down too. Which back to the point about. Um, so you don't want to talk about butterfly? Kisses oh, I do. Anymore. I do. I have them now. Wait, um, so what? <laughs> oh, about them being just evil when they're trying to laser the teens. You know, with their hands. <laughs> but it says, "Say hi to Satan for me in the Walgreens," which also to the Walgreens scene when they go in there and they're fascinated by it. The apothecary. I'm like I like scenes like that even though 1993 was not that long ago we had walgreens in 1993 so i thought it was a bit of a stretch Mm -hmm. um but oh even though when they were going into the walgreens with the doors i was trying to think like did they i remember in the first one they're looking at the street and they think it's a river and Mm -hmm. so then they step on the concrete they're like oh it's stone and i was thinking like I, and they got on the bus and that door opened. Mm-hmm. So I was confused. I was like, would they have known about the Walgreens door? Yeah. Ultimately, I didn't land anywhere on that. Yeah. Oh, totally. But I did look up butterfly kisses. <laughs> I did look up butterfly kisses. Oh, and um, with whatever metaverse this is, there's when Mary, because you know, she originally is writing the vacuum in the first one. And then this one, she's on the Roombas and she just yells out, I'm surfing Kawabunga, okay. which is from yes. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Wait, Jenna, okay. And I'm I was so like, glad you brought this up. I was like, why is Mary quoting Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Okay, I have so many thoughts. <laughs> I'm so thrilled that you brought this up because I too felt like, why did she bring up this movie when, A, yeah, she wouldn't have seen this. And I saw Kathy and Jimmy saying she had done like some improv on set. And so then I was like, oh, she imp- definitely improvised that line. Like, I don't believe Must that be. was in the script. I can't imagine it was. It felt like a very improvised Kathy and Jimmy thing. Mm-hmm. But she thought it was really good and it just wasn't no. like, really made me mad. I think more than yeah, anything else. Like I love this film, but probably that took it all down like a letter grade. Yeah. Cause you could even say abracadabra. There's all these other magic witchy things and it just felt too much Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Right. We're not in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Like cool. Yeah. And yeah. Jimmy, and I like Kathy and Jimmy love Oh, her. me too. She also quotes at the end as Sarah and Mary are dissolving. Um, Mary says, parting is such sweet sorrow, which is from Romeo and Juliet in 1595. She says it like weird. She says it, sorrow is such sweet parting or something. Yeah. Which also felt like another improvised line. Yeah. That's like a reference to something else. And I'm like, why is Mary all of a sudden the friend who always quotes movies? Which was me as in junior high. You know what I mean? (laughs) Quoting SNL. (laughs) Thanks. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Oh, can we talk about how weird Gilbert is? Yes. The magic shop guy? Who, okay, so he's in... 
Um, so we had to trick the two teens into lighting the candle and they're like, why? And he gives a look that basically suggests like, Oh, I've fucked before. Like I'm not a virgin. It's like, yeah, we know you're 40, but also why are you telling these two 16 year olds in your magic shop? Like that felt weird to me. I was happy that at least they said the word virgin because I feel like nowadays in Disney, they would, they don't say the word virgin. And so I was like, okay, at least they're using the word yeah like we're not because i think movies in the 90s that we grew up with they're a little bit harder like just with the language with the villainry everything was not as like soft around the edges where now Mm -hmm. i feel like anytime anyone does something bad you gotta explain it and over explain it Mm -hmm. and in the 90s it was like yeah the virgin lit the candle like yeah and they even alluded to max having sex in that one scene with yabos Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which i rewatched and i was like are they (laughs) Saying that they had sex, like I can't decide if they're trying to say that they fucked. Yeah, to use the language, but I think they, they got did. it down. Yeah, I think, I think they, they were. Which yeah. is so. I wonder what the origin of the, the black flame candle too. Wait, wait, I have a whole story. Oh, oh my god, yes. wait, I didn't even tell you this story. <laughs> okay, so you know how Matt and I got the new dining room table. I showed uh-huh. it to you. It's beautiful. So yeah. we, I was doing my Halloween tablescape and. I put this like uh, mesh sort of tablecloth, black tablecloth underneath it. Mm-hmm. It looks super Halloweeny, super cute. In the center, I put a black flame candle that I got off for somewhere. I don't even remember where I got. I actually think I bought it from Bette Midler. She sells stuff on the Halloween oh. on her website for Halloween that goes to her charity, like the renovation project. Cool. So I think that's where I got it. But it's not a traditional candle. Like it's a thick one. There's no base and it doesn't feel very waxy. It feels like something else. Maybe that's. It chalky almost, it feels like. Anyway, so it's in the center, and I'm taking an Instagram video, and I light it for the Instagram video, and somehow it melts into the brand new table, okay? And it goes through the mesh tablecloth, okay? I'll show it to you when we're done here. So it melted into the wood. Our brand, We literally just got it a week ago, and we waited eight months for this table. And we did everything to get it out. It like no. it wasn't wax that melted in. It what was like this black it? chalky stuff that won't come out. And it's a light wood table. No. And so we did everything. Like I'm talking like fucking glue, goo gone. We did everything. I'll show it to you. And yeah. then also from like the trying to get it out, it made the wood around it like a different color. I mean, true nightmare. It's Luckily, nightmare. it's in the middle of the table. So you can always just have something so on top of it. So we can have a centerpiece or something on it. Like but a black flame candle. Oh one star. Matt was so pissed at me. He oh, was yeah. like, we just got this fucking table and you had to light the candle (laughs) so yes i'm not a virgin and when you're not a virgin and you light the black flame candle you got to be careful because it go through the table oh yeah watch your pottery barn stuff it's yeah lesson learned (laughs) learned. not just witches that come back when you light that black flame candle yeah other problems you got to worry about that is crazy. i'll show you when we're done here it's bad it's bad and we we keep looking at Matt's like I can't believe you did that. <laughs> I can't believe you did that. Hocus, Bet's hocus pocus merch yeah. backfired. It did. Um. It did. Oh, okay. What do you? What are your take? Or what's your take on Billy Butcherson zombie that oh, Gilbert digs up? I feel like they could have done more with him. Oh yeah. See, I felt like they should have done less with him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but I see what you're saying. Yeah, I feel like they either should have gone more all or nothing. Or less. Yeah, because yeah. it didn't really make any sense. Yeah, and I didn't like. Yeah, he to me it was just too much of him because I like in the first one he's just in a scene and I like that there was a little backstory about him and stuff that was cute, but ultimately I just thought it was like a little too much. It was weird though, also him them saying that he was Winifred's lover and then like no Sarah was his lover. I'm like, okay, guys, what is this like weird three way? And then 
he's like, he wants to clear the air with Gilbert. He's like, no, we only kissed. And I'm like, this is where the gaslighting came in for me. And I was like, okay, you guys, why are we discussing this? Let's go girls. I just played Jenna. You don't have headphones on, but I just played Shania Twain's let's go girls. Cause you said said the word gaslighting. That'll be like our drink. If you hear the word, exactly. But I thought that was so Since weird we too. last recorded, you don't know this, but I got at the soundboard, so now I can play sound effects. <gasps> oh, cool. Yeah. It's pretty. It's cute. I like right? the colors. Anyway, I interrupted you. Go ahead. Oh, no worries. Oh, no. So that was the only moment where it's like, okay, zombie Billy wanted to clear up that he wasn't Winifred's lover, but then we never got to hear Winifred di- like be yeah, like, did no they resolution. bang? Yeah. But also, I had to step back again as a viewer and be like, why is this in the mood? Like, why are we talking about this? Right. You know, Billy, you just were dug up. As a zombie. It was very strange. I feel like that's where it went off the rails for me. I was like, okay, witchy teens, what are you doing? I didn't like how the CGI of Billy at the end, to me, it's like, if it's going to be cheap CGI, I don't want to see it. Yeah. Because there was that moment where his head was sitting on the thing, Mm -hmm. and it just felt so fakey. And the original, when his head falls off, it's like a real head. Mm Mm-hmm. Obviously not real, but it looks like a practical, it's a practical effect. effect. Yeah, and yeah, I, we've talked about this before. It's like mm-hmm. I like the practical way better than, especially a cheap CGI. And nowadays, it feels like the CGI is getting cheaper. When they were flying in the air on them brooms, it was like the worst green screen. I was like, this feels worse than the '93 version. Yeah, again, it does. I loved the movie. Yeah, yeah, loved it. <laughs> but like, yeah, that it did feel like that. Yeah, I don't know. I. And in the original, isn't that when they went to the big parents' Halloween party and like infiltrated it? You know, I kind of missed that. Yeah. Well, there's a moment too when they're flying in the air in green screen in the first one when Sarah Jessica Parker's singing like the "Come Little Children." She's got the bubbies out and Mm -hmm. she's just yeah, she's just singing and she's riding the broom because I just rewatched it like very phallically. Like when she's singing "Come Little Children," she's just like stroking the broom (laughs) handle, (laughs) very aggressive, and her like. She's got so much tits cleavage out. out. I mean, it's like tits up for the boys. Yeah. Rubbing on the broomstick. It's a lot. It's yeah. A lot. And God bless her. It's a lot. It's, yeah. It's a lot. God bless her. And what happened to their parents? I remember in the cold open, it's just like them three, like underage sisters living in a oh, yeah, pilgrim we, village. I know. I loved though. Hannah Waddingham. Is that how you say your name? Yeah. I loved her showing up as in like the forest as a bird or whatever. Yeah. I love that. Oh, she's I great. love when, okay. This yeah. is something I love. Let's talk about good things about mm-hmm. what we loved about it. And number one on my list is when humans turn into birds. Like I love that. Yes. I love on that. board. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like a magical kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Um, can I tell you a secret about, yeah, the okay, so in the original Hocus Pocus two script that I read, and this could have been a fake thing, I don't think it was, <laughs> but originally Danny character was supposed to be like a guidance counselor. I think he was either a guidance counselor or a principal at the school, but they only had one scene, and oh. Thora Birch was going to come back for the one scene, and then ultimately said there was like scheduling conflicts. But I think it was because she was like, "I'm not going to come back for that one weird little scene." Yeah. Or maybe the filmmakers decided. So that's number one. And then the Max character was supposed to be like someone running for mayor, like against the Tony Hale character, I believe. Or maybe he was supposed to play the Tony Hale. He was in the original, though, Max as like a mayoral candidate. I have to go back and look. I should have went back and look. But I think it was... Like someone running against him. Against so then they were supposed to be in it, but then ultimately decided that. And I think it was actually smart because 
I feel like it would have distracted us, especially if they were in just like one quick little scene. I yeah. felt like it would have been like, why aren't they in more of it? Mm-hmm. You know, you, we would have been disappointed. So I actually really thought it was good of them to move on and give us some of the characters. And also there would have been no real normal way to bring back uh, Binks, the cat. Yeah. So that would have been weird. I thought like they did a good job of like moving the story forward into something else and not just relying so much and being like, here's this character. They're 30 years older now. Cause ultimately that's always depressing when we see these actors 30 years older and we're like, Oh, mm-hmm. that's sad. Yeah. <sighs> and at least with like Bet and Sarah Jessica Parker, we great. see them all the time. So it's not as much of like a shock to be like, Oh, that's Sarah Jessica Parker 30 years later. But someone like Max who hasn't worked in it. <laughs> who gave up the business. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if he gave up. Were you the one who told me, wasn't, who was the guy that we saw that was like working as a um, hairstylist? Yeah. I Do think you know him? one of was the actors. Max? Yeah. It might've been actually. Cause yeah, like the, a one and done. Yeah. We, you know, like, last season, from we looked him up and we were yeah. like, who's this hairstyle. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I feel like it would have been depressing to be like, Oh my God, that's max now in 30 years. Yeah. Um, I, Oh, one other thing I'd liked, Oh, Kathy Najimi's husband makes a cameo. He's hosting that. He always makes cameos. Can I tell you what though? Yeah. I I didn't like it. Oh yeah, I that didn't like scene. it because he shows up too many of her movies. Yeah, he showed up in Single All the Way. That Christmas, did we cover that That's, last year? We did. Yep. Yeah, he showed up in that. He, it's just he's like, like Ben Falcone. I know. Oh my and gosh. well, we talk about this in the the yeah. Santa Claus recap that uh, is coming up for listeners. These guys need to stay home. We talk about <laughs> Megan, um, Melissa McCarthy, and her husband. How he's like, yeah, he just appears in everything, and that's what this guy is. Mm-hmm. And like, what's going on? You know, Kathy and Jimmy had said in an interview that going forward, they were like, do you want to do a part three? And at the end there, did you see the post credit scene? There was like a post credit yes. scene. So it sort of alludes to the fact that there's more. There's like another black flame candle. And so it alludes to the fact that they com- could come back. But Kathy and Jimmy very clearly doesn't want to come back. Like yeah. in interviews, you could tell she's like, oh, no, I think this is it. Whereas Bet and Sarah Jessica are like, oh, OK, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. But Kathy Najimi has said she would do like an animated version. And I think that would yeah, be really cute. That would or be. like we could find other witches or something like that. But I think this isn't the end for the property because there's so mm-hmm. much and the, the fan base for this and the merch they sell for this now, it's just like, it, it's not going to end. So it's more of a matter of like what route they'll go in yeah. versus if they're going to stop. Like, I don't know what route do you think? Should we, take? should we write one? Yeah, man. Yeah, let's do it. it. What would you, I would have a lot of like humans turning into birds. Yeah, humans turning into birds. (laughs) I would, I I think I would take it back, like set it back in the day again. I just, I I think there's something fun about just going back in time. I don't need the modern day, like them in the Walgreens. Uh Well, I get it, but it's so one note jokey. Maybe they should do a reverse of that. We should write this a reverse where it's like modern day the kids from the modern day or something, they accidentally go back. Maybe the yes. black flame candle, it brings people back to those olden days. Like Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, uh, one of the yes. best movies of all time. Uh, so yeah. Good. So it's like, oh yeah, it takes you back to what 1600 Salem, Massachusetts. Uh-huh. You know, and if you have a crystal or like to meditate, they think they're going to burn you alive. Have <laughs> you ever seen the scary movies, you know, with Anna Ferris and Regina? Uh-huh. Um, there's a one where they go and recreate scenes from the village. I think it was like, it was that M night Shyamalan yes. where they go back into like witch times or something. And it's so funny. Cause it's just Anna Ferris and Regina Hall and witch times. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm imagining. Yeah. And that would be, that would be interesting. The whole like pilgrim thing. Cause that was a nice set. That whole cold open to this movie. I was like, Oh yeah, this is, 
You know, I, I wanted to discuss something on this podcast. Uh, if you'll humor me, there was something in the press actually that I had seen on Twitter where, you know how there's this big thing about Samantha from Sex and the City, mm-hmm. Kim Cattrall not coming back for the reboot. Yeah. Well, there was a tweet where Kathy Najimy, like, so, okay, I should have written this down because I'm going to probably get, get it wrong, but you can go look it up online. But uh, Kim Cattrall had tweeted something about the Sex and the City reboot and just like that, basically shading it and how yeah. she's not coming back. And Kathy Najimy tweeted like, you know, I support you always, like heart emoji. So that leads me to believe that SJP and Kathy Najimy are, do not get along because there was, it, you have to look oh. up the specifics because I don't think I'm relaying the information properly, but yeah. there was like a very obvious public support from Kathy to Kim Cattrall and Kim and S, it was like in the midst of the Kim and SJP thing. Uh-huh. So there is some dynamic there that I'm very fascinated that maybe that's something we explore in the sequel as well. Yeah. But there was, or a documentary or something, but there's something there that I think is really interesting. And so I just encourage mm-hmm. people, I behoove you. Yeah. Go see it. Do a deep dive. Which speaking of behoove, I love when they do the, that's the other thing I love about the movie is when they do like thy own thoust. <laughs> yeah, the old timey old English language. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I love me that. too. Did you ever go through a Shakespeare phase? You know what? No, I did. Did you? Yeah. yeah. I did. What, what were you most into? You know, I when I first moved to Chicago, like one of the first guys I ever dated, he was like this Shakespeare guy, and like would do like old timey. Like the Renaissance reenactment. He was like a New York Broadway actor. Oh, nice. And he, I met him at a bar and he like, um, was, uh, um, King Edward or King Richard at the Chicago Shakespeare company or Chicago Shakespeare theater. And he, uh, I met him at a bar and he's like, you should take this Shakespeare class. And I was just like, Oh, you're cute. And I like did it. (laughs) Then I got to the class and another friend was there. And then the teacher was this woman and she's like, Oh, now we got to bring in this guy came in and everyone was like, Oh my God. And he was like this big time, like the Shakespeare community was like, Oh my God, he's the best. Yeah. And he was like a Broadway guy and on some like other TV stuff and whatever. Yeah. But he was my first like gay dalliance. Like the first guy ever actually like dated, dated, Mm -hmm. not just hook up or whatever. Yeah. And he was like a Shakespeare. And I remember he gave me tickets to his opening night. Like, and I brought my friend and I was like Michelle Obama. Like I was like the first lady at this Shakespeare theater thing. That is so fun. That's a fun feeling. And then I got, I think I still have my Shakespeare books over there. I got, I really into Shakespeare for like three months. It was a really short dalliance, but I got into it and I, there was a monologue I memorized from measure to measure. That was like part of the classes I took. So it was like, thus stands it with me upon a true contract. I got possession of Julietta's bed. And it was like this whole thing. And I was terrible at it. Terrible. But I like was obsessed with Shakespeare for five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. Is he still doing it? Do you know? I haven't. No, no. It was like a a really short thing. And I remember I dramatically, emailed him <laughs> that's the only that's the love language it, he yeah. doesn't yeah you have to be. it was literally him we had this one beautiful date that it was so romantic in chicago downtown it was the first time like i held that guy's hand in public and i yeah. remember just it would like open up this whole new world for me anyway then he moved back to new york so it was like a short mm-hmm. thing and to him it was probably like nothing but to me it was like the biggest thing in the world biggest yeah. relationship ever and uh so he went back to new york and then i months later emailed him and I was like, I just want to let you know, like you opened up a world to me and like, yeah. it's like a cringy email, but like I sent him this very dramatic thing about like, and because of you, I'm now openly gay. And it was like a dramatic That's thing. That's so sweet. Yeah, it, was, 
It was the, he also had like an unusually large penis, but that's neither here nor there. Like, oh yeah, yeah, like severely ginormous. Wait, wow, like, un, like even just flaccid. Yeah, it's like you can't even nothing. You can't do anything with it. Like, oh yeah, it was like that big. Yeah, like my mouth will not even go around that. Yeah, we'll have to cut that. It's cod piece. <laughs> Is that what it's called? The old timey. Hope there's no kids listening to this hocus pocus two recap. Yeah. We're talking about what if there's children listening? Giant penis. <laughs> <laughs> the Shakespearean guy is a huge dog. It dong. was like, you know, have you ever been with one where it's like just... Oh, yeah, it's like comically like, oversized. You, there's nothing yeah, like, we can do with Hilarious. This. Yeah, no. Like, okay, yeah, like yeah. it's fun to look at from yeah. afar and then you get close. <laughs> Who? Oh, my God. Yeah, that's... Yeah. 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 There, I mean, like, Big is great. <laughs> the, only then, other fa- the only famous person I banged. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if that Mike picked up what you just said. Oh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, the... the we should get back on track here. Oh yeah, hocus pocus. But too. there is a difference between like big is nice and then too big is like okay. It's like no. Yeah, it's like Samantha Jones on Sex and the City. Like, oh, gotta find that something that's just right. Was it man who? Yeah, she. They don't call it a job for nothing. Oh, I love um, her. Yeah, it's like you gotta find one that's just right, like Goldilocks. Yeah, Goldie Cox. Goldie Cox. Yeah, that's really sweet though. I like that. The big dick part or the Shakespeare part? The Shakespeare part oh, yeah. and your emotional email. Yeah, so I, I know, I know. I just re- recently went and like looked at that email and I was like, oh, that's cringy. But it was what I was feeling at the time. You get emotional, you know, in your early 20s mm-hmm. and stuff like that. You're just like this, as you're coming into of age and everything, you are just an emotional person. Oh, yeah. I mean, I remember emails. I even sent my parents. I'm sure I might have mentioned this on the show before, but I remember coming out and like sending my parents these like long, dramatic emails of like, I'm gay now. Yeah, I'm gay. <laughs> like, just so long, like letters. And then yeah. one time I wrote my mom this like really long thing. She wasn't good about the gay stuff. And she like never even responded to it. And it was like this most dramatic 10 page letter. Yeah. And she didn't even reply or like the next time I saw her, she's like, so what's up, Dan? And I was yeah. like, I know you read that. You get my letter? Yeah. yeah, it's like she never mentioned it again. Anyway, that's the Catholic way. It's sweep it under the rug. Yeah. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Yeah. Hocus Pocus 2, any final thoughts? Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I hope it's not another 30 years until we get a, another oh, yeah. Hocus Pocus. I feel like there's something in the zeitgeist. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I wish they would... Um, yeah, the CGI, if they use the money to just do it like really practical, like get these ladies up on real broomsticks, you know, mm-hmm. rig the cables, put right. a trampoline under them. I don't know what you do, mattresses or something like that. Like, let's figure do it out. It. Yeah, like yeah, make it look it good. Well, the problem is, I think Disney Plus 
they don't want to spend the money like on this stuff. And I don't even think from what I understand and what I've heard is like, they didn't even want to bring back the women. Originally they were going to do Hocus Pocus two, where it was just a new story to kids. And some, one of the exec there finally like realized, no, the whole thing is the witches. But I, from what I understand, they didn't, I don't think they wanted to pay the women because Mm -hmm. it's obviously they knew they'd be expensive. And then I also think there were maybe like some, rights issues and merchandising issues because of all those years you mentioned bet talking about the merchandise it's like people were profiting off of their likeness and i don't think disney was able to profit off their likeness that's why a lot of like outside places were doing it or if you noticed throughout the years especially like maybe five years ago there was a lot of stuff where it was like you would see the silhouette of their hair or something but Mm -hmm. you would never see their faces Mm -hmm. and i noticed now even on the disney store website now you could see like plushes with the women's with the faces on it and so i imagine there had to have been some conversation of like okay we'll come back for this but a you have to pay us and b you have to pay us for using our likeness and stuff like that they still weren't able to work out the rights issue for the song and the original so the soundtrack which is on spotify for the first focus books you still can't hear that song which is like every halloween party would play that song yes yeah but i don't understand like disney and they're notoriously i think cheap with some some stuff Mm -hmm. and they don't you think oh you have all this money like why won't you just pay either bet or the the music company or whoever it is loosen the purse strings a little bit to get the song on streaming so people can listen to it or to get merch made so i think there must have been a lot of rights issues Mm -hmm. yeah they got the women back thank god but it would have been imagine if they didn't Mm -hmm. and it was very clear that they probably spent most of the budget on the women and so that's why we have all these weird CGI. And I know it was COVID too. So I think there was some COVID stuff, but ultimately I think like giving us this gift, Halloween gift 30 years later, like I found it really enjoyable and these are movies for kids. And so although it's a millennial thing that we like grew up with the original, it's for kids. And I thought it was great. Like I, for what it was, I thought it was really wonderful. I cried at the end. We nitpicked the shit out of it, but it was like, I thought it was wonderful. Yeah. I, I did like the scene in Walgreens when they were drinking the beauty products. Yes. yes. That was fun for me. I was like, yep. Okay. I'm in. Whatever. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of product Do placement, it. but it was like care. really fun. Yeah. Exactly. Retinol. I don't care. Yeah. yeah it was cute. I liked it. I, I thought for what we're getting, it was like nice of them to give us this little Halloween treat. Yeah. Uh, 30 years later that the women, it's not like Sarah Jessica Parker needs to be doing this. Like no. she's got plenty of money and she's got that other bad reboot going. Mm-hmm. She don't need oh, to. I know <laughs> she's busy with change. You might have to do that. Cover that. <laughs> we that should cover. Amazing. I cover that on my other show sometimes. Okay. Yeah. It's like so fun. You have to come on. Yes. Uh, okay. So any other final thoughts with the Hocus Pocus too, or do we get everything in? You know, um, that's a good question. I think uh, I did like the score. I want to mention the score. Mm hmm. I'm trying to think if I had any other notes. Yeah, Hannah Waddingham was really fun. Yeah, she is fun. I thought it was great. I thought for what it was, I think people are upset. Yeah. And they shouldn't be because it was cute. And, and I think kids will really like it. Like my niece and nephew, I think they'll really love it. And I will watch it again. Mm-hmm. I already, I, I hate to spoil this, but I saw it twice. I watched it twice. Yeah, I'll probably put it on when I carve pumpkins, mm-hmm. you know, just to have it in the background. Something yeah. vibey. Because there isn't that much vibey. That's not, yeah. yeah. That's, I mean, besides Monster Mash, it was one of the best songs of oh, all time. Oh, you texted me this, so get yeah. this off your chest. I love the song Monster Mash, like more than I should. I think it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. It's a great beat. It's just, it's a banger. And I think it's great too, because I only listen to it once a, like one month out of the year. Yeah. But 
So you don't get tired of it. Yeah, exactly. But for my money, I would put it all on Monster Mash. Yeah. I don't know yeah. why it didn't win a Grammy. Maybe it did. Maybe it but does. it's so funny. And they don't remake it a lot. Somebody should remake yeah. it. You know, I just put up on Spotify a fall playlist. It's like a cozy mm. fall playlist. It's so cute. So now's the season. I listen to it throughout October, November. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nicole Richie just posted about it. I was so oh, excited. She's like, her. look at this playlist is so good and i i like spent a lot of hours curating yeah. this fall cozy playlist love we might have to add monster mash to it yes yeah, yeah for sure. uh, jenna tell everyone where they can find you on social media oh yeah i'm on insta at jenna.brister and i'm at danny pellegrino twitter instagram and tiktok and then our instagram account for the show is at a very merry iconic podcast we're coming back soon with a whole santa claus episode all those other ones we mentioned uh, pick up my book, How Do I Unremember This? And then, uh, yeah, we will try to do as many episodes throughout the season as we can. Mm-hmm. We're not promising one every week, but be sure to subscribe or follow wherever you listen to the podcast and you'll get all the updates or find us on that Instagram account for all the updates there. Oh yeah, And we will try to do as many episodes as we can. Maybe not once a week, but we'll do uh, some. Yeah, we have a hand. We're, I mean, we got to cover the Lindsay Lohan. Oh, thing. we have to. Oh my yeah, god, we have so back. much to talk about. Okay, Jenna, I love you. I love and you, and we love everyone. Merry Christmas. Ha- Merry Christmas. Happy, Happy Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> <laughs>